Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, we're talking about how if you expect nothing, you receive everything. And we are going to explore how expectations and desires create pain letting go of ourselves and the stupid high standard we hold other people to. The speck we find in others is a reflection of the log in our own eyes and the importance of going within. So I want to start with what kind of brought me to this. And it's it happened over a period of time. It's happened um, before. and But this really this week, it's kind of just hit home in me. Um, at a deeper level, and it's something that I wanted to share because I think within this, we can find so much peace, freedom, and we can receive everything, and it helps us just put things into perspective. So I work on a farm for someone else, up close and personal with the farmer each and every day. He lives there, it's his farm, and it's been operating well for generations. So over the years, this farmer has figured out what works and what doesn't work for him. He has desires, like we all do, of how he wants things to be handled and taken care of because it's his life. It's his business, his property. It is everything. And in working on a farm as well with heavy equipment, big machines and tools, it can be very stressful because everything eventually breaks down under its own accord. So this means there's a lot of things that can't be controlled because machines just break down. Life happens. But then there are other areas in which he can control things. So in turn, because of that, he can be very peculiar and particular in how he likes things to be done because he has control over things, these things. And having that control give you gives us that sense of power and we feel slightly less helpless than we would before. Um, so we can be somewhat very anal about things. So these are the expectations and desires he has. And as someone who works for him, it can become hard because there are a lot of things that I have to pay attention to, be careful of. And you want to serve your boss to the best of your ability, but you're only human. So I fail and I mess up. I'm not always able to meet all the desires And that elicits him to get upset because things don't go the way he wanted them to go or the way he instructed that he wanted them to be handled or taken care of. And so when he got upset, I just, I couldn't understand why. I just, it it seems silly to me that he would get upset about something in my eyes that was so little. It wasn't the end of the world. It really wasn't that big of a deal. And, and so it kind of led to me resenting him a bit in a sense. Why are you getting upset about these things? You know, it's silly that you're making a big deal about this. And, you know, I went down the little rabbit hole of arguing about it in my head, which was, it was pointless and it was silly. But as I found the speck in him, I also found the log in my own eye. So it took some reflection to help me work to reframe the situation and put it into perspective, shine some light in it. And it also worked to talk with someone else who also offered another perspective that helped me see things even more clearly 
and help me get to kind of where I'm at with it right now today and why I'm sharing. So like the farmer, we all have expectations and desires in our lives, right? And they're peculiar, they're particular and unique to us. And in others' eyes, they may seem small and insignificant, like the way I saw the desires and expectations of the farmer. They seemed ridiculous to me, but to us on the individual level, they mean everything because it's what we care about. It's what we desire and expect in our lives. It's what we desire, right? So to us, they're everything. And so in reflection, I was like, okay, I get worked up about my workouts, what the weather's like outside, and if that is going to affect my workouts, I get worked up about what time I eat, what time I get off work because I have things I want to get to after work. If I'm, you know, I have these desires in my life that are unique to me. And to other people, you know, you you come in and look at this, like I'm getting upset because I'm not able to get off work right at this time and it's going to affect my workout. To you, it's like, man, come on, that's just, that's silly. It's ridiculous. It's not that big of a deal. But again, to us on the individual level, it's everything. And another element that I thought of that I wanted to add was that if there was something I desired, right? For example, in my house, we put our shoes on the shoe rack. When we take them off, and when we take them off, right? We put our shoes on the shoe rack and my sister wasn't doing that. So I said, hey, Ava, would you please? My sister, that's her name. I asked her if she'd start doing it. And she listened and has been doing it since. But then I thought, you know, what if she hadn't done that? Just exactly as what happened with what my boss had expected from me, his desires, what he asked of me. I, I didn't meet it. I, I failed, not on purpose, but on accident. I just, I didn't think about it. What if she hadn't put those shoes on the shoe rack the next time I was looked at the shoe rack? Does that give me a right to be upset with her? And if so... You know, I had said that that looking about looking at how my boss had gotten upset about what had happened, and in my eyes, it seemed so insignificant. It kind of led to some internal resistance, some internal um, resentment. You know, is it any different than what happened between me and my boss if I were to get upset about her not putting the shoe on the shoe rack? And I thought it was silly that he would be upset about such a small thing, and in my eyes, that had happened. And it seemed ridiculous for him to get worked up about. But if I had gotten worked up, up, up about my sister, it would have been no different. And in looking at that, I just have noticed, you know, we all have our little desires and expectations. And seeing it that way, knowing, helps me put it into perspective that we're all each unique and different in our own way. And we're all human. You know, who am I ex to expect this from you, to ye for you to curate to my needs, to demand that you meet my needs, and if they aren't met, then I get upset or feel some right to get upset. Like, we're human. We're not, you can't hold people to this stupid high standard. And as I look at what other people get so worked up about, you know, and I see it with any with anybody, you pay attention to anyone else, what they get worried about, worked up about, I just was wondering, I wondered, you know, to me in my eyes, it seems so insignificant, so little. Do the things that bother me that I allow to get the best of me truly even matter? And going within, I kind of asked myself that question. And this was humbling because they really don't matter. It's not worth getting so upset about. In the eternal scheme of things, it's nothing. 
And so asking the question, is the world going to end, helps humble us and put things into perspective. But what do our desires and expectations do? They only lead to resentment. So that was kind of how I got to where I was at, just in helping me reframe the way I was looking at things, that we all have these expectations and desires, but then diving into now, what did the expectations and desires do? They lead to resentment because they create internal pain through resisting what is. So if I'm at McDonald's and I expect the food to be out fast, what if that doesn't happen? You know, you complain, you whine, you act like a victim and curse the place. I resist the moment. I'm resisting what is that it's taking a little bit longer than usual, which creates internal pain because I'm holding them to this desire. This, I'm holding you to this desire that I desire the food to be fast, which creates internal tension. And there is a time and a place, obviously, because there you have desires that should be met. When talking with another person, you expect and desire that they acknowledge your presence, that they look at you, that they listen to you. So this is a common desire, but it's common respect in a sense, right? But it's working to let go of these desires and expectations we hold that don't truly matter. Like waiting that extra three minutes in the drive-thru. Being patient in traffic. It's not worth getting upset about in traffic because you cannot control it. It's silliness to get upset about things you can't control. And if you can't control it, you can't change it, we have to change ourselves. You know, working to let go of giving my, my grace giving grace when my sister doesn't put her shoes on the rack, right? Like, is that really worth me getting upset about or the dogs barking outside? Is it worth me ruining the next 5, 10, 15 minutes or my evening or the great day I had because the dogs are barking outside? It's not holding other people in life to this really high standard. And in doing so, we can let go of these needs and demands that we feel need to be met. And, but it's often happening unconsciously, right? But through awareness, we can shine the light in. So when you are in that drive-through and you notice that you're getting upset, that there's some sort of internal pain, or that you are complaining, through awareness, we can work to go within and find where we are resisting what is and then work to let go of it. Because it's like holding on to a hot burning coal. It doesn't even make sense. Who would consciously choose pain? That's the thing. We're not conscious when we're in these moments, but through, you can't fight the demons in the dark. We have to shine the light in. And if we can do this and continue to work on it through awareness, we become quicker at identifying the resistance within. And then over the course of our lives, we can free ourselves even faster from that pain. So maybe today it took you five minutes to notice that you were resisting something because of a silly expectation you're holding. Then tomorrow, even if it only took you, if you noticed it one second faster, right? That is improvement, that's progress. And each and every moment becomes a tool for us to work on this. And you feel, when you feel you're making progress, that's how you experience this positive emotion in your life. That's when you know God is transforming you, but it takes humility. It's what it always comes back to. Because we have to let go of our egos, our small self that feels like the world owes us, that feels others owe us, 
that feel, that desire something, that small egoic self that desires something, but it's all false. You know, we're looking for others to meet our needs, which is going to create pain, obviously, because the world will always let us down and fail us. The true self, though, the Christ in you desires nothing because you have everything. Your life isn't out there. It is within. And the man who desires nothing and expects nothing is not only free, but he receives everything. And I think he's dangerous. He's dangerous in a good way. In a, because if you desire nothing, you are dangerous. You don't have to cling to the world. You're not looking externally. You found your true power, which resides within because God is within. You can't really hurt someone who desire doesn't have any desires or expectations in a healthy way again because if you desire and expect nothing then you're just you're going to be pushed around but the one who knows his true power lies within because God is within and also we must realize again going back to how expectations and desires are different than preferences right when you're talking with someone you prefer that they talk that they acknowledge you right that's a preference we have we all have these preferences, but we aren't at the mercy of our preferences. We can detach from them. You know, hell, you like your steak medium, but if you give it to, I like my steak medium, right? But if you give it to me medium well or well, I'll take it. That's still a damn good steak, you know? Like how lucky am I to be able to eat this? It's putting little things like that into perspective. And it's, within it, that we find freedom. That's the humility that we have to give ourselves to, though it's hard work because we become accustomed to having all our needs and wants met. So it's working to unlearn these old programmed expectations and desires. And this is where true transformation happens because desire comes from the flesh, not the heart. The heart desires God and God only. And God is always with us. So that desire that can always be met the flesh, though, wants lust, pleasure, food, drinks, but the spirit is free. So, ending this, I want to kind of recap and bring it full circle, hopefully tie everything in. Our desires and expectations create pain because when they aren't met, it leads to resistance and internal resentment. Through awareness, we can identify within that you are feeling internal resistance and internal pain, and you can look to God to help him open your heart and change the way you are looking at the situation. It is the entry point to deeper connection in unison with him. It's through conscious awareness. And over time, he uses these moments, these obstacles and trials to transform us into new people, right? Like this has helped transform me. I can now see that we all have our little expectations and I don't have to get so worked up if about my boss's expectations and what he desires, I can put that in perspective because I have the same same expectations and desires in my life that really in the grand scheme of things are, they're silly. And I, it helps me put my silly little expectations into perspective. And so it is transforming me through this trial though because it did create pain for me this week. But, and this is also applicable, applicable sorry, I'm really bad at saying that word applicable in each and every moment of our lives. It's humbling work we can spend the rest of our lives giving ourselves to. And life, again, is the perfect training ground for it. It's always, we're always have a chance to work on it. Each and every moment is a tool to do so. 
and letting go of ourselves and the stupid high standard we hold others to. This is so important. Letting go of that false self. We put others on a pedestal, especially those people we look up to and love. But they're just like you. They are human. Humility opens our hearts and helps us work to acknowledge the tyrant within ourselves, those places where we are holding people and life to this really high standard, you know. And it's freeing because this grace we can offer is healing. You know, if someone doesn't meet your needs, just have grace. Everything is okay. Who are you to demand that from them anyway? And when we don't expect anything, we receive everything. And lastly, the, the speck we find in our brother's eye only goes to reveal the log within. So we must work to go within. In reflections, we in reflection, we open ourselves up to seeing things from the mountaintop, which helps us put life into perspective. Every time we find that, every time we feel this resistance, we can use it as an entry point, or we find that log in someone else's eye, the speck in someone else's eye, we can use that as the entry point to go within, which is again the humbling work we can dedicate ourselves to. And it's so important because this frees us from much of the unnecessary eternal pain and resistance and resentment, which is very healing. Think about it. it. What ails most people then as we continue to transform these little petty things like traffic, like waiting a little bit longer at the at the restaurant, like just these little things that so many people get worked up and upset about, we can free ourselves from them and put them into perspective. We clear the lens a little bit. God is purifying and refining us. And we just continue to focus even more on the truth. We separate the wheat from the chaff because there's so many little distractions, so much BS that grabs our attention. But when our attention is narrowed down on God, narrowed down on the truth, narrowed down on the, th the good things in life, focusing on the good, what is happening, and instead of focusing on what we're losing, what we're missing out on, focusing on how our needs are not being met, life is illuminated. It changes the way we see everything, and it's just this constant purifying process that God is doing within us, and if we expect nothing, we receive everything. Who are we to hold others in the world to our petty little expectations and desires? Who really are we? Who am I? That's the humbling question we can ask ourselves. Thank you guys for listening. I hope I was able to tie this in together. I I'm, I'm, tend to be repetitive at times, so I'm working to try to get better with that. But thank you guys for listening. Use that internal pain through awareness as the entry point to dive deeper in your relationship with God. Hope you have a good one and use this tool in each and every moment in your life.